Yo, this is Jerry Sylvester, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. This season, we'll talk with artists, musicians, and other creatives, journalists, educators, and anyone else who's contributing to the culture, pushing the needle and stretching the margins. From one-on-one conversations to roundtable discussions, covering everything from hip-hop to quantum physics. Wait. Wait, okay, no, not actual quantum physics, okay? But if you're unfamiliar with black culture, then it might just sound like it. (laughs) Addressing the world the only way we know how, talking about it. Everybody has a story to tell. These are just the ones you should know. Let's go. If this is your first time listening, where you been? If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Yo, this is episode eight, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. I'm Jerry Sylvester. Before we get started, let me pay the bills real quick. Shout out to um, a really good friend, Justin Smith, came through for our last episode, which was dope. Had a lot of fun, per usual. Happy to be back in the pink room. And I'm back, and I have a very dope woman here rocking with me um, today. My friend, Lisa Jonay. (laughs) Say that right? You said it right. All right, bet. (laughs) Yo, we're going to rap about breathing space breathing spaces, um, just to kind of give you all some, some, uh, some context and some background. Back in, I believe, what, March? Mm-hmm. Back in March. March 29th. Um, yes, it was actually the day after my birthday. Yeah. Um, so back in March, um, I had the opportunity and the pleasure, along with my good friend here, Jeremy M. Green, sitting down with us. Had the pleasure to uh, hang out with you at um, Old Babel mm-hmm. in Brooklyn for uh, your first event of uh, Breathing Space. And so um, Breathing Space is a monthly forum, um, open dialogue, discussing everything from race and sex, uh, politics, religion, music. And it's dope. It's a really, it's a, you know, it really is a dope experience. <laughs> the first event, I found myself um, embroiled in heated debate. Tell me about Breathing Space. You know, how did it come to be? You know, where the name come from? You know, why'd you create it? I'm, now, granted, I'm, I'm just kind of throwing like a lot of questions at you. You know, but I am interested about um, you, you, you coming up with, with this idea, along with Free Speech, shout out to Free Speech, um, that you uh, co-partnered the, the event with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know anything about Free, then you know about iSpy, No Wi-Fi, um, <laughs> one of the dopest, amazing underground, um, Parties here that goes down in Brooklyn. So uh, let's rap about that. So I can probably answer all those questions in one breath. (laughs) 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 Um, So I've always had this desire to bring people together. Mm -hmm. I have so many friends that are involved in everything friends who are aspiring chefs, friends who make music, models, photographers, filmmakers artists, designers, like literally like the list goes on and on and on. And I feel like I've kind of become this hub for people to kind of come mm, to you and say, Lisa. Like a connector. Right, a connector. Like, Lisa, where, do you know a, a, any a model or do you have any photographers I need to take some headshots for? 
you know, this acting gig, whatever the case may be. I just, yeah. I've always wanted to bring these people together. So a little over a year ago, um, Free came to me and a good friend of mine, Lily Lopez, mm-hmm. um, and was like, hey guys, I want to do, some, do something like cocktails and conversation. I was like, that sounds like exactly what I want to do. So I was all in. Lily was like, okay, but Lily's this dope artist. So like yeah. she wasn't really fully invested mm-hmm. and she kind of like stepped to the side. But like Free and I were working on it, kind of lost sight of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we presented the idea to Ota Babel before like losing sight. And then like the owners, two black women of yeah. Ota Babel, mm-hmm. they were. Um, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to black women doing things. Absolutely. <laughs> um, they were on board. But again, we lost sight of it. Mm-hmm. This past December, I reached out to Free, and I was like, look, I still want to do this. Yeah. I've always had this in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. We have the venue. You're a dope DJ. Yeah. I want to bring people together. Let's collaborate. Let's just get it done. Um, March 29th was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to do it in March for Women's History Month. Remember, right. I think I yeah. was telling you mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, I wanted two female influencers as much as I hate that word yeah. that's really what they are mm-hmm. um, and I wanted Rachel Athena, and Regina Regina excuse um, me and Genevieve and Genevieve yes um, on Instagram they're really dope that Genevieve and yeah. Native Folk um, mm-hmm. I wanted them to just come and just share yeah. themselves like they both they don't know each other yeah they both have unique backgrounds Regina and I are very similar we have very similar upbringings mm-hmm. And Genevieve's mom used to do my hair. Oh, so, wow. Wow. <laughs> so I wanted these women to come and just share who they are because yeah. I've seen them, you know. And it was very natural, too. Like exactly. the conversation flowed very exactly. naturally. Exactly. So that's kind of how that got started. So, so here's, so here's kind of my question, at least going into like the first event. Mm-hmm. Was it originally something that you're like, yo, like I want it to be specifically, you know, geared towards women or for women? Because um, when I got there, you know, of course, you know, it was a lot of women, but then it was also like a mixed room. So it was like men and women when I was like, okay, yo, this is dope. You know what I mean? But, but I know, you know, you had mentioned, okay, I wanted something for women's, you know, women's history. So was it something originally that you were thinking like, yo, I, I, I want this to be a space for women? Not originally. Okay. I just know that I know the first event, that's what we were aiming towards. Okay. Um, and then it just kind of became this, this space for that. Like yeah. Genevieve invited a lot of, you know, women that she knew, yeah. a lot of powerful women from mm-hmm. various, you know, backgrounds. And it just became a space for them. And that was great for me because I'm yeah. just like, damn, these women are dope. Yeah. And they're at my event. Right. And they're talking about some <laughs> crazy shit right now. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't meant for that. And going forward, it's not necessarily meant for that. It's mm-hmm. really meant to just bring so many different people together, male or female, whatever you identify as, really. Yeah. So yeah. Why is this important? Like, why do you think that not necessarily just having the event itself, breathing space, but coming together and having these engagements and dialogue. Why, like, why do you feel that that's important? Because we're not having them. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to parties. I, I can even say it. You know, I'm guilty of it. Right. This past Saturday, I was at a party and I had my phone out the whole time. It, right. You know, like, granted, I mean, right. I'm not gonna be talking or engaging in mm-hmm. conversation at a party, but it's a different kind of environment. Right. We get so caught up in going to happy hours, mm-hmm. going to you know the day parties, mm-hmm. going to and documenting it, and, documenting and not really it. being in the moment. Exactly, yeah. and this forces you to be in the moment. Yeah. It forces you to think. <laughs> it forces you to. Yeah voice your opinion right. and be challenged and, exactly. and, and challenge, challenge others and actually kind of goes to what 
Um, the the most recent film with Corey. Uh, shout out to Corey Towns. Um, really funny, amazingly funny. <laughs> I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad he was on board for that. Oh Yo, my god. Corey is jokes. Um, you know, but it was about you know I guess this this balance between you know the digital life or like our social digital mm-hmm. life and our real life real life right um and it's and it's interesting because i know all of us like we all live in like these social spheres mm-hmm. um and it's like yo can i really be having this much fun if i'm at an event and i'm like i'm on my phone and i'm documenting it right and i think what's dope is that breathing space allows us to kind of you know um disengage exactly. to re-engage exactly um you know to put the phones down turn it over you know, and kind of really go back to like that, those one-on-one conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and we talk about some real shit. <laughs> it gets it get like the last one was was yeah. deep. That honestly, <laughs> I did not expect the room to get that quiet yo, at that one moment. <laughs> yo, yo, it got deep, but it was dope though. Yeah, it was dope and it was honest. And I think yeah. and I think that's what I really appreciate about you know, um, just one the event itself, and I think like just yo the transparency and honesty yeah. from from. Everybody in the room and the, and the vulnerability. Uh, I miss you, bro. I, I thought you had a bottle of wine over I there. Say, look, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we up. I was like on a on a school night. <laughs> can't, can't trick me like that. It's been a long weekend. Um, but no, like and like that. That's what I think is 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 really dope. So. You're one of the moderators, or, or at least one of you know the 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 creators of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the last few events, you've also been on the mic as well, mm-hmm. right? So you know, how is that experience for you? Like to to kind of to also you know you put the brain work into it, but then also to kind of be like, yo, I want to infuse my experiences as well and kind of tap into some of those things that you know you want to engage on as well. Well, I will be honest, and I said it at the last event, yeah. public speaking is not <laughs> my thing at all, but... But you've been doing a lot of it lately. I have. It's cr- even this, like, this is this is a lot and so rewarding. Yeah. You have no idea. Um, but I love being on the mic at my own event because mm-hmm. I'm showing more of who Lisa Johnny is yeah. to people who came out who only know me through social media. Mm-hmm. And that alone, no matter how nervous I get honestly probably means the world to me because yeah. it's just these people like they don't they don't know me I barely post videos of me talking yeah. so I'm not very engaged on social media in that sense right um so it shows them who I am right because because social media really only gives you kind of like a like a, a snapshot or a caricature right. of of like who we are like right. in moments and now right. some of us you know are honest enough to even like post maybe like some of like the the darker times yeah right but more or less it's kind of like it's you know, bubble gun and sunshine. So it's people like, yeah. oh yeah, like yo, you're living Highly your life. Curated. Yeah, 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 considerably. Um, you know, so I appreciate when people post like real shit and like, yo, yeah, man, like shit's bad. Like I'm <laughs> depressed, and I'm like, word, I relate to that. Thank you. You know, and and after on that point, like yeah, you yo, you you've been doing a lot of other speaking. So I know you were at um, an event, the orchestra, mm-hmm, the part orchestra. of uh, um, she's, she's the, the brand. brand. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did a little bit of research. Okay. Um, you know, and so you were on a panel <laughs> as well, you know, also talking about, you know, your art and your craft. Um, you know, what you know, what, what was kind of some of those things that y'all talked about there? So what was interesting about the panel was the panel was geared to three different industries, mm-hmm. graphic design, um, film and production, film and music production, okay. and um, journalism. Mm-hmm. And I was like the one there that... <laughs> 
I'm not married <laughs> to any one particular industry. Yeah. I've kind of dabbled in a little bit of all. So sure. I guess I broke the monotony, mm. you know, of um, of what was on display there. But yeah. some of the things they talked about were hard. Like some of the questions were hard for me to answer, and I guess even engage in. But why so? Because okay, one question was like, who you know, who's one person you've always wanted to interview? Yeah. And I couldn't really answer that question, mm. but I could say Sonia Sanchez, and that's mm. interviewer, but just to literally sit in the same room. And if anyone yeah. follows me on social media, knows that she is my favorite yeah. <laughs> writer. I think I quote her more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but some questions were geared towards like, how do you handle people who don't support you, mm. like your family members mm-hmm. or um, your friends even? Yeah. Um, and one thing I was able to talk about was like, I was able to kind of like cut the weight you know, mm-hmm. people that were holding me down and holding me back from, mm-hmm. you know, not reaching my potential. potential. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've I've been drawing all my life. I've been writing all my um, all my life. But I have friends or had friends in high school that just were more concerned about the turn up and not really mm-hmm. the turn down and like, hey, right. let's just sit and talk. Let's yeah. you know, let's just chill. So, yeah. So it's interesting because. Because I I went over just some of like the panel and the, and the panelists, people over there and, mm-hmm. and the event itself. That also kind of goes back to breathing space, like having opportunities to have conversation and discussions that, and we kind of talked about this offline, um, in a way is about like the lack of access to some things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do I know that I'm good or I'm dope at X, Y, and Z if I've never been presented with an opportunity to do those things? Right. Or how do I know that you know I'm I'm interested in right. this if you know, I have no role models, or at least no one visible, like in my space that I can kind of look to and be like, yo, like this person's doing this thing, or this woman's doing this thing. Like she looks like me, sounds like me. Mm-hmm. You know, I relate to her. Um, you know, and I think you're in a position where, you know, there's a lot of young women that are looking at you and they're like, yo, like Lisa's doing X, Y, and Z, and like, like she's bringing people together. And, and that's kind of, and I felt that too. Like even before this, I was like, yo, like you're kind of like, you are like a connector. You know, of of many sorts, and I think you know that's that's dope, man. You guys gonna be blushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been it's been interesting realizing this about myself, mm-hmm. and for people like yourself, like people who are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the People's Film Festival um, a couple days ago on Saturday, Saturday to view a virtual reality film called Pier. Mm. Um, I can send you the information. Please, yeah, really please dope. do. Uh, but the actor in the film, mm. he knows me from social media. Oh wow! And he was like, "Yo, he's like, I got to come check out Breathing Space without me saying anything." And oh, I was like, that's dope. Okay, you're yeah. definitely paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even what else did he say? He's like, he's like you. He's like you're writing. He's like, do more of it. He's like, we need more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like in my head, again, being this connector, yeah. I'm glad you're paying attention because now I'm going to want you around more and right. now I'm going to want to place you in places mm-hmm. you're an actor. Okay, I know people who are need actors for, exactly. you know, different kind of film yeah. work. I feel like I want to help those who want to help themselves mm-hmm. um, and being that he is paying attention tells me that he's he's alert. Yeah. And it's like you being alert is like, damn, like that that stands out to me. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of want to talk about that as it also relates to womanhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know, we, you know we've spoken in the past. This last year has been a, a grand experiment <laughs> and experience for you. You know, can you kind of talk about the past year 
um, and coming into your own over this years and like some of those challenges, like what, what are some of the lessons, some of the harder lessons you learned about womanhood? Where, like, where do I begin? We're only talking about a year. It's like, where do I begin? <laughs> um, one thing I can say, a year ago, and I said this again mm-hmm. when we were offline, yeah. if you had asked me where I saw myself this time now, yeah. back then, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know like, where things have even like, fallen into place or where they began you know, falling, into pla- falling into place. I think it was more so for me as a woman, it was like, I'm tired of being, to be honest, sexualized on social media mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. having anything else to show for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have all these other talents, you know. Yeah. So being able to kind of like tap into those, you know, those talents mm-hmm. by writing a little bit more, yeah. modeling a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, networking a little bit more, yeah. it made me it made me realize like I'm more than, right. you know, and a lot, not a lot of women realize mm-hmm. that. Um, recognizing their value. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about that at the panel. It's yeah. like knowing your worth is so powerful. It's so important. Mm-hmm. And it's transformative. It is. Shout out to, and, I, and she, I think I tell her this all the time, and maybe she doesn't understand it, but shout out to Lily Lopez. Mm-hmm. One thing Lily said to me within the past year was, you sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. And hearing that from Word. someone that I admire because she's, she's incredible enough to me, you know? Right. I'm just like, wow, you know, my friends have never told me this. And this goes back to cutting the weight. Yeah. It's like mm. I've never had anyone that I admire like that who's in my actual circle right. tell me, like, look, you need to do better. Mm-hmm. And big you up. Right. And that was, that was like challenge accepted. Yeah. You know? So me being a woman, it's like having powerful women around me. Absolutely. That community is important. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And breathing space, having yeah. these women, having even these men, you know, mm-hmm. who admire women, right. they admire black women, you right. know. From <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's like, it's it's so important. But it seems rare these days. Yeah. Especially the way that things play out in the yeah. media and social media yeah. specifically. Um, and I know I'm always like embroiled in like, troll activity <laughs> on Twitter because it's it's always cats, you know, that are saying like, wow, you know, flippant shit about black women and it's like, yo, y'all's a whack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but kind of to like your point about, you know, Lily telling you that um, you sell yourself short, I think, I think also like as a creative and as an artist, I think that's something like, like an artist's condition. Yeah. Like we always tend to like not believe in ourselves as much. Yeah. Um, and then we also don't take, it, it, it's wild, it's like, and I can only speak for myself, I feel like I may take like harsher criticism better than positive criticism. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, I know I'm, I'm trying more to be like, no, like I am dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I am dope, like I am qualified, like I'm favored, like mm-hmm. I have value. And I remember um, it was a couple, couple months ago, um, John was over, we was over, you know, chilling the crib, shout out to John, Sway Jury, for those of you that know him on, <laughs> on, the, on the socials, um, and um, I, have, I have my photography on my, on my wall, so I shoot film, and so I have, like, some of my prints up, he's like, yo, like, you're really talented, right? And, like, and I played it off, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever, thanks, man, like, and kept it moving, you know what I mean? And then, like, I really sat it, I really sat it, and I'm like, yo, like, a friend of mine who I admire. Mm-hmm. I admire his work and the things that he does to take a moment and be like, yo, like, you're talented. And I think 
we don't sit in that enough mm -hmm. when even the people that see us every day are like, no, like, you are dope. Like, I, re I recognize something that you're doing. And I think, um, I think that is necessary. Like, we need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to just, like, you know, downplaying and be like, ah, yeah, you know, it's whatever. Like, no, nah, like, it's not whatever. I think it's also, like, we really need someone that looks like us. So I, one of my closest friends is a guy. Mm -hmm. I've known him going on six years now. Mm -hmm. He's been saying since he's known, he's known me, Lisa, do this. Lisa, do that. Yeah. You can do this. You can do this. Like, yeah. literally being my biggest supporter. Mm -hmm. But until I met a, someone that looked like me, mm -hmm. a female, mm -hmm. and for her to say that, it was like, you know what? Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely do yeah. this. I can be successful at this. Mm -hmm. And, again, this past year has been... It's been a whirlwind for you. Definitely. You took the words right out of my mouth. But that's dope, though. Yeah. That's dope. And, 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 and I guess not, not to get too personal, but I remember, like, I, I went into um, your previous job looking for you. Yeah. Everything's been happening. <laughs> I got fired the day after my birthday. And that was probably the best feeling. The week of my birthday, I was so emotional, mm -hmm. and I couldn't figure out why. It's like every day leading up to March 23rd, yeah. it was like, damn, I could walk out right now. I could walk out. They wouldn't even care. Yeah. I could leave right now. I could not show up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even care. I show up to work the day after my birthday, after having my birthday off. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, you should have seen this coming. When I didn't, I was like, it's funny, I was let go because, um, again, knowing your worth yeah. <laughs> is yeah. so powerful. The the boss of like our director, mm -hmm. he didn't like his last interaction with me. And that's because I couldn't be fake anymore. Mm -hmm. I realized what he was doing to people, to the employees, mm -hmm. taking taking our money from us, like taking our hours away, yeah. like not using us to our full potential. Right. And I'm just like, why well, am I gonna keep being buddy buddy with you when mm -hmm. you're like this in person, but like right. once the doors close, you're making all these moves mm -hmm. that are not helpful and right. not, you know, allowing us to advance within the company. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be nice to you anymore. I'm not going to be, you yeah. know, joking with you anymore. So he made the decision to let me go because he didn't like his last interaction with me. And hearing that was like, yo, Lisa, you're dope. Because yeah. if, someone, yeah. if someone doesn't like their interaction... Felt that, they felt that personal about it. Exactly. They felt that... Um, or attacked. Attacked, yes. They, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like, thinking about that right now. Like, yeah. wow, like, they felt threatened yeah. enough to be like, look, we gotta let her go because she's catching on. <laughs> like she's 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 rocking the boat. Right. She's causing problems. There's gonna be a revolt up in here. Right. So, so tell me, was that one of the best things that could have happened to you? Definitely. Yeah. When I walked out, it's funny. I was with my best guy friend that I was just talking about, and he was like, um, his name is Rondell, by the way, um, another dope creative. Um, I cried. He was like, don't cry. And I'm like, sitting there, I'm like, you know, why am I crying? I think I, it was just, I was just so shocked. Yeah. But, um, because I knew, look, because I knew I was going to get unemployment. Yep, it was one of the best things. <laughs> it was one of the best things that happened to me. like, I'm Gucci. Right. It's in the bank. Right. My credit score is good. Like, I'm good, you know? But like, I'm straight. So, I mean, yo, is it funny that you find yourself now to be more busy now without a job than you did when you had a job? It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Even just, it's like I spend or a lot of- productive. I don't want to say busy, because people, yeah. let's, say, let's say productive, because you, you could be busy and not doing shit. 
<laughs> like you like like you just doing busy work, but to be productive and like to actually be building and like creating things. It's certainly like eye opening, mm-hmm. and I just like open my eyes wider saying yeah. that. But um, I think because I'm allowing myself to be exposed to more experiences, whereas mm-hmm. before it's like after work I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now drained. I'm drained. Yeah, then it's like I'm allowing them to drain me, and then it's mm-hmm. like okay, now I gotta wake up and slug, you know, and like be so sluggish walking into work, and it's just like now it's. I'm able to connect with people more. Mm-hmm. I can actually send a, a thorough email. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like something quick from my phone. Yeah. I'm not distracted by mm-hmm. someone else's goals. Yeah. I'm able to work on my own and then collaborate with other Word. goals. Whereas, like, at my old job, mm-hmm. I could like the only thing I was really able to do that I felt was mine. Yeah. I was able to put together a um, an event. Mm-hmm. Which kind of also helped, you know, yeah, with breathing, prepare, you. prepare me for breathing space. Yeah. And I literally, my director was like, you're in charge of everything. Gave me his credit card. It's like, run it. Yeah. And I was able to facilitate one of the best get-togethers that we had. It was actually our most profitable event that we had. They missed out. Right? And they missed out. Look. Hey, they gonna come calling. Hey, <laughs> my favorite line is, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. When you call me back, I'm like, that's cool. I'll do that. This double. <laughs> right, double. <laughs> Pay me, boy. Um, so you said something that that resonates with me about like leaving work and being like sluggish or like having no energy or being mm-hmm. depleted of energy. And so I, I tweeted the other day, I was like, lately I feel like I have two modes. I'm either like extremely motivated or depressingly lethargic. Mm-hmm. Right. So to that point, how do you manage your self-care like what are like what are your regiments to like maintaining like your peace washing my hair mm. i wash my that's why i got this head i actually wrote about it i wrote a poem about washing oh, my word. hair something about it it's so you know how um showering is considered like therapeutic yeah. um mm-hmm. like you it's meditative like you can actually release cleanse all these like yeah. negative energies Washing my crown, like washing mm. my hair, is doing that. Your crown, for so sure. I feel refreshed. I feel more alive, more awake after after doing that. Um, and then just like kind of just sitting in silence. Mm. I, I wrote one of my most recent poems. I wrote about and I am all the things I've ever loved. Mm. And one of the lines says, yeah. "Lying in silence." Like that to me is is self care because mm. you're able to just like sit with your thoughts uninterrupted. You know, no one's next to me, or if someone is next to me, they're doing the exact same thing, just like lying there and just taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And those are probably like washing my hair and just lying there, are probably like my two favorite mm-hmm. self-care, you know. Regiments. Exactly. That's dope. Because I, I know for myself, just as an artist and just even as a person, like being able to find things that are going to like maintain my peace, mm-hmm. like on a, on a reoccurring basis, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, Anything, especially living in New York, I feel like things happen in like one day here that is like could happen in a lifetime somewhere else. Like, sure. and it's like between you know commuting, between getting to work, being at work, like so much can like just destroy your energy, your motivation. Sure. And I know, like, I leave work and I'd be like, "Yo, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm in the bed with it." <laughs> And it's hard, and so I know, like, I've struggled creatively, right, um, as a writer, as a poet, and, like, I'm like, yo, I don't want to do none of this shit. Yeah. Right? How do you maintain, 
motivation as a writer? That's hard. It's, I, I can, so I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of writers in the room, for those of you who can't see. That's the thing, it's like, especially with my focus on breathing space and mm -hmm. like all these other opportunities that are presenting themselves, I've been neglecting my writing, mm -hmm. my words, and it's like, even writing is part of my self-care. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been forcing myself lately. Mm -hmm. I told you I was meeting with a publisher yeah. yesterday, so... It's like knowing that, again... And we're going to no, talk about that. I'm excited to talk about that. <laughs> but like knowing that people are paying attention, and like even on Saturday with the guy saying, oh, yeah. you need to write more. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, just, I'm just forcing myself to put words on paper, yeah. to read, yeah. um, ha and have conversations. Mm -hmm. Having conversations is probably like my most, one of the most inspiring uh, things. I was, I was speaking with a friend a couple weeks ago, and he just said something about something about architecture and just use the word architect. Mm. And I was like, mm, the architect of something. Like mm. I was able to like use that. Yeah. And Attach actually, on to it. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I wrote something recently that used the line or used the word architecture. So. That's dope. Yeah. I love when that happens. You'd be like, you'd be like, yo, are you listening? I'm, I'm listening. Keep talking. I just, I need right. to, yeah, I need just to, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, I need to like, I used, to, I used to write ill shit sometimes. Like, I'll be watching, like, someone say something dope in a commercial. I'll be like, ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm going to run with that bit. Yeah. Um, but it's also, like, I think it's, I think as an artist, as a writer, it's like leaving yourself open to, to those moments. Yeah. Right? And I think when you're so bogged down emotionally, it's hard to even, like, find that connection. Yeah. Because you're closed off. Yeah. Um, all right. So I kind of want to pivot back towards creating spaces. Okay. I want to know what kind of advice would you have for young women trying to pursue dreams, passions, um, you know, and trying to create space for themselves and for other people that look like them? It may sound like so cliche, mm -hmm. but it's just trusting your gifts, trusting, you know, what you're good at. Mm -hmm. um, doing more of what you're good at. Um, like you said, like you, you've even viewed me as like this connector. Mm -hmm. Had I believed that I could really do this, even before Free presenting this idea to me, mm -hmm. Reading Space would have been around years ago, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not saying, also, and just trusting, you know, your journey and trusting the time. So right. I'm not saying that I'm not appreciative that it happened, you know, later. When it happened, yeah. Or when it happened, but it's like, just knowing, like writing, I've been writing since I was in sixth grade. Mm. And I remember when I was in high school, so what, the next year? <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling him that I went to high school from seventh to twelfth grade. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, y'all had mad unorthodox high schools out here. It makes no sense. <laughs> Even still, I'm just like, that's weird. Anyway, um, we had a poetry club. What? Yeah, we did. And had I trusted myself as a writer, that poetry club would have, I would have fostered a better writer, you mm -hmm. know, in Lisa. Like, I would have fostered, yeah. I'm speaking third person, weird. But, like, I would have fostered <laughs> this, you know, this person, this, you know, yeah. especially with all the people that I have admired for so long. Mm -hmm. Sonia Sanchez, who I've, who I've been a fan of since I was a kid, you know, yeah. watching <laughs> Love Jones, which actually also inspired Breathing Space ah. a little bit. That's dope. But yeah, okay, um, okay. It's just like sometimes I'm Darius. 
Sometimes I'm Savon. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a little inside joke. I'm a... <laughs> I'm going to say less, though. But I'm gonna my head is like, it's inside, but I feel like I kind of get it because <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies, and I know. Yo, like, yo, we can talk about that offline, <laughs> but, like, that's, it's also on my dating profiles. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so, like, on, like, on, like, my soul swipe and, like, my bumble, like, it says, sometimes I'm Darius, sometimes I'm Savon. Oh, if someone, I swear, if these women get that, yo, you found wifey. that's it. I'm like, that's <laughs> it. I'm like, yo, you already know. You the one, and and it's funny, and not to not to move too far, but I remember, um, I had told that to um, this young lady that I met, um, and she was like, "That's interesting," um, and so she was like, "Well, you know, which one are you for? I guess for the woman that you meet, right?" And I was like, "Well, that's that's totally dependent on the woman. Like, I'm like, she usually chooses and decides which one I am. Mm. I I, but I know that I embody like both these." individuals mm-hmm. but as far as like the dating world or like the dating experience like yo that's totally dependent on the shorty like what she sees and what she feels okay but uh we, we could talk about that okay. but um I'm, I'm interested in this conversation <laughs> so. <laughs> um but so i'll tell you one one young lady who looks up to me um tremendously is my little cousin she's 14 she's killing it in basketball oh, right now God. and i'm just like damn out I, here no in uh, richmond virginia okay, okay. Name, i'm a shout out her name is janisha i'm gonna send it to her like look janisha you need to listen to yeah. this to this podcast i shouted you out um but i remember i was her age and i tried out for the basketball team i think mm. i missed like two practices <laughs> so i didn't really know what was going on when it came time for tryouts <laughs> all i know is that i didn't make like the varsity team or yeah. you know Back then, if I had the same mindset I had now, mm-hmm. I would just try again, yeah. you know? But back then, I was just like, hey, give me what the fuck I wanted to have. Yeah. Like, no, I'm over, you know? Yeah. And I just, I just didn't, I didn't trust but myself. Yeah. Right, I didn't, yeah. I didn't trust myself. And that's something I would tell anyone listening, any younger woman listening, just like, trust what you have. Trust yeah. these talents. Um, you're not going to have people that are going to support you mm-hmm. at all if ever, you know? But if you support yourself, if you trust yourself, you have no idea where things can take you. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Got emotional there. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> Word. Well, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. And then we'll be right back. Cool. Okay? Right. Yo, during this quick commercial break, I want to take a few minutes to tell you about an amazing new product and introduce you to Monsoor Shark. It was created with the urban renaissance man in mind. It's the perfect facial hair product for men of all shades and men of various hair types. They take pride in skillfully handcrafting each bottle to precision. All right, fellas, now listen up because this is where it gets good. Summer Solstice is a premium beard oil that embodies a light, non-greasy formula that harvests a smooth, shiny, and well-conditioned beard. And beyond that, the fragrance is amazing. I've tried it, I was out here flourishing, had my beard looking and feeling luxurious. And these are just some of the benefits. Moisturizes skin, improves hair texture, rejuvenates skin cells, eliminates beard itch, promotes hair growth, and helps with inflammation. You can get it for your bae, or maybe that special friend who you secretly want to be the bae. Yo, either way, Summer Solstice is not just a hype move, it's the right move. And find out for yourselves at Mansoor Sharp 
www.thepurpleshift.com. And we back. <laughs> Shout out to Chance. Um, <laughs> so, I kind of want to talk about you as an artist. Okay. Um, I do know that you draw. I've seen your work on mm-hmm. your Instagram. It's very dope. Thank you. Um, and I also know that you are a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is also very dope um, from one poet to another, um, writer to writer. I asked you, you know, early in the conversation, how do you stay motivated? Um, but what motivates you as a writer? What motivates you? Hmm. Experiences. Mm. Yeah. I read a lot about love and not necessarily romantic love, mm-hmm. but like just being around people who can talk about life, whether it is good or whether it's bad, it's these experiences, whether they're relatable, whether they're not, motivate me. They yeah. make me want to write. Because whether or not I can relate to them, someone reading mm. my words can. You know? And that's that's one of my purposes as a writer, period, mm. is to just have something that's like a tad bit relatable or even to like enlighten someone on something new. Word. Yeah. See, you actually kind of, you answered my next question really even for our, even got a chance to say it. So <laughs> I wanted to say, what do you want your words to do? To do exactly yeah. that. Either be relatable or to enlighten. Mm. I think it's so great when I can read something and it's a story that is not my narrative whatsoever, mm. but it's like, it's inspiring. It, it, it does something. Yeah. It makes me feel something. It resonates on some Exactly, level. exactly. And it's like, I feel like there are so many writers out there, and not, not to downplay their art whatsoever, but mm-hmm. it's, always, it's like, someone's like, you know, read a horoscope, and it's like, yo, this is my horoscope, yeah. this is for me, <laughs> you know? When it's like 50 yeah. million other people are reading right. the same horoscope, they're saying the exact same, same thing. Exact same thing. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like for me as a writer, it's like, again, I'm going to uh, refer back to the poem I wrote, and I'm all the things I've ever loved. Like, mm-hmm. this is me, yeah. you know? This is my story. I'm talking about Dottie Peoples. Mm-hmm. Not many people know who she is, yeah. but she's this amazing gospel singer. Yeah. And yeah. my mom used to sing her music. So it's mm-hmm. like, I wrote that for me. But if like someone can read that and maybe not understand who she is, but maybe want to look her up, like they want to learn something, yeah. that to me is powerful. Yeah. That's dope. Thank you. Um, I know I've always said, based on my personal life experiences, um, and not just even just as a writer, just my experiences in general, just as a person, um, I've always felt that um, my experiences are not for myself. Like yeah. the things that I go through and have gone through have always been for other people. Yeah. So I know that like some of the most ridiculous hardships, everything from you know losing my mother, um, you know, to you know moving to New York, like I know that these these stories or if you will they're for other people i i totally agree so i lost my mother as well i don't know if we've ever had Mm -mm. that conversation i don't think we have no so she's actually the reason why i moved to new york my mom died in 97. Mm. she died from a sickness called sarcoidosis i'm familiar and a friend of mine lost her mother within i would say within the past five years maybe somewhere somewhere Mm. around that um of the same sickness so it's like my story which happened to me what, 20 years ago now, mm-hmm. can do something for someone who, whose story is more recent. Yeah. You know? Same. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's pretty incredible because, like, when she and I met and she was like, wow, my mom died of the same thing, it was like, 
I was like, damn, I was like, I've been mourning all this time, but mm-hmm. now it's like I can show you how I've healed, mm-hmm. you know, and I, can, and, I can, right and I could be there for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I moved, I moved, I primarily moved to New York for the exact same reason. Yeah. Um, but me coming to New York was part of this larger dream that I've told her all of my life that like, yo, I want to live in New York. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to be an artist. I want to be a musician. Yeah. Um, and so me coming here was, um, a great part of like that fulfillment mm-hmm. of like staying true to the things that I told her I was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so I have this thing where I'm like, you know, one time for Mar Dukes, like before all my shows, like I give it up one time. Cause I'm just like, cause the thing is like the path that I'm on now, a lot of it has greatly to do with how one, my mother has affected me and then also how like her passing mm-hmm. has affected me as a person, even as an artist, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's funny. So that's even like for me, um, my mom has not, she had never traveled outside of the country. Mm. So traveling is big to me because I feel like every time I go somewhere, I'm going there for her. I'm experiencing this for her. And I even wrote about it. I said something like, so I'm obsessed with the moon. Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, I always, whenever I like I'm feeling down or something like that, if I look up and the first thing I see is the moon, to me, that's my mom mm-hmm. looking down at me saying, you're fine. Like, yeah. I got you. I'm here. So whenever I travel somewhere new and the first thing I see is the moon, mm-hmm. granted, obviously, we're going to see it regardless, but it's yeah. like, for me, this is what I've created for me. Like, this is my safe space. So that that's my mom saying, I'm here with you. I'm experiencing Thailand with you. I'm yeah. in, you know, wherever, wherever the hell I'm going next, I'm there with you, yeah. you know? Um, but I, I, can, I feel you on that. It's like you're doing things because it's in the back of your mind, you know they're watching. Yeah. You know they're here. You're no, you know they're, they're so appreciative of their child. Yeah. You know? So. Since we're here. Mm-hmm. All right. In my investigation, mm-hmm. um, my research, if you will, um, I know that back in February, you were part of a... Black History Month photo series called We Are Joy. We Are Joy. Um, Shout out with, to Laurent. With a, yes, I follow him on Instagram. He's a, so dope. A, amazing photographer. Yeah. Um, and he worked with um, uh, OK Player. Mm-hmm. And in it, you, you, you told a story about um, being in the third grade mm-hmm. and being the only black person in class mm-hmm. and how your mom came up to the school to like talk to them like, yo, why is my daughter like the only black person in this class? Mm-hmm. And you talked about how you know, though nothing happened from that, but, you know, but for that to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hit me. Um, cause I, 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 one, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. And then two, you know, like I said, and just ha- having, thinking about my mom and, and, and that experience, um, for you, you know, what was it about that, that, like that experience that still sticks with you? It was the first time I had ever seen or witnessed my blackness fought for. Mm. And probably one of the only times that I've seen it fought for from like a parent or a caretaker. Yeah. And um, it was also one of like the last memories I have of my mom because she died when I was in third grade. Mm. So she actually died like a month later. Wow. Um, so yeah. So what that has done, it's crazy. I told you when I was in high school, you know, even though my school was very diverse, it was predominantly white. Yeah. It reminded me that I am a black person, mm. you know, and that that's why I think that that experience is still so real yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like 
it's it's so I'm gonna it's probably not gonna make sense, but it's so now, like it's so current. Yeah. Like it happened in ninety seven, mm-hmm. but you can easily see that happening now. Definitely. You know? Yeah. And um with all that's going on with, you know, Black mm. Lives Matter, with Say Her Name. Say Her Name. Yeah. It's like to literally have my mom have mm. the one, you know, this woman say, yeah. something ain't right. You know, let me yeah. let me go, let me go check this school mm-hmm. because I want my my kid to be around other people that look like yeah. her. And you know, and, and, and I read that and, and I kinda I saw it as being twofold. Like I saw it as being that, like, yes, yeah, like like your mother recognized that um, there's this disparity right. that's happening here. Um, but then also as a parent and as your mother, she recognized that there's something that um, as a nurturer that my child is lacking right. that I recognize that they also need. Yeah. And that's not being here and it's not being met. And then for her to, to walk out that action and be like, yo, I'm letting you know these are, this is something that I see. Like, like, that's dope. I think that's really dope. It was also for me, it was like, it showed, since you're speaking about women and like, yeah. space for women, yeah. it showed strength. Mm. Um, growing up, I only had my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of kids would say, oh, where's your dad? Where's your, you know?" I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have one. Yeah. My mom is my mom and my dad, you know? Right. So she did something that most fathers would mm. probably do in that case, but my right. mom being this single black parent, yeah. she did it for me. Yeah. So. Would you say your mom was your first champion? Yes, most definitely. My mom, just like witnessing her, to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm gonna just you know kind of like skip through all the years that I remember. Mm-hmm. My mom's funeral was probably like the most packed I have ever seen a church. Mm-hmm. You know, people were spilling out because people wanted to like they were just like, wow. "Damn, Tina died!" Like you know, mm-hmm. let me like we, they couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. My mom had so many people on her side. Mm-hmm. She was there for so many people. Um, it's crazy that I've kind of taken on some of that weight because mm-hmm. I have um, I have cousins and I have other you know family members that relied on my mom for so much just <laughs> just for being there whether yeah. she could really financially support or physically support mm-hmm. or emotionally just emotionally just mm-hmm. like just being there yeah so um, a lot's happened in, in my in my family over the past few years and it got to a point where these older cousins were calling me as if I were my mom. And it was mm, like, wow. I know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, she was definitely my champion. Like, she stuck with me. She, I mean, she died when I was such a, you know, at such a young age, but yeah. obviously something something's there. Yeah. You know? How does she show up in your work? <laughs> Just being her. Like, and just me being me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm being more of myself through my writing. I remember uh, I, would try, I would, like, you know, hold back a lot. Mm-hmm. And even though my writing is still very, very new to me, it is, yeah. it's probably raw to someone else because that's, mm-hmm. ki- that's kind of how my mom was, you know. That's, that's what I got from her. She was not afraid to speak her mind <laughs> at all. Um, Sounds like we had the same mother. <laughs> look, they're probably yeah, watching yeah, this yeah, right now. Rocking, like, look. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, just like all the stories that people share with me about her, how mm. witty she was, and I, I like you saying that I, I'm funny. Like, really, yeah. am I? Because like that makes me <laughs> so. I was like, I, I want to be like that. I want to, yeah. you know, I want to be something like her, just a little bit if I can, you know. Mm. Um, so, 
just like her, just being herself truly shows because I, I wrote this piece. I was raised by a woman who did not believe her deep-rooted skin could move mountains. I'm actually talking about the woman that raised me mm -hmm. after my mom passed because mm -hmm. she was so concerned with what people saw and how people, you know, would take her, yeah. you know, and I, and I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I don't want to be so concerned about what people say or what they think. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to be, it, I say this a lot actually, it's one thing for people to think a certain way about you, mm -hmm. but it's also another thing to be perceived. Like, I don't yeah. want to be perceived as someone I'm not. You could think whatever you want, yeah. but do oh, not. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, right. I get you. Right. And I feel like my mom did not care about things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, she, from what people tell me from, like, my, my family that, you know, have stories about her, mm -hmm. and from what I remember, she did not care about how she was perceived. Yeah. Um, that's because, powerful. Because she was sick, she had, you know, sarcoidosis, but it was mm. like an inflammation of her inner organs. Mm. She um, <laughs> she looked like she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I remember when she was really sick, she was in the hospital this one time. And because she was in the hospital looking like she's pregnant, this woman said to her, when are you due? And she was like, I am not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and like shut her down where yeah. anyone else could, you know, might be yeah. insecure about right. that. My mom was like, no, I'm sick and I'm, I'm surviving and I'm making shit work, mm -hmm. you know? So... Yeah, she's definitely, even still, my champion. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for like not making me cry, because <laughs> that was just good. It got real for a moment. It got real. <laughs> but I appreciate it, though. Yeah. I appreciate it. So on that note, mm -hmm. we have an exclusive. You have an announcement to make. So I'm happy that we get to talk about it on the show. Okay. I know, you know, when we talked offline, um, you were meeting with a publisher. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. He's a, a magazine publisher. Magazine publisher. Um, small zine publisher, but, mm -hmm. you know, nonetheless. What happened? <sighs> Yo, let me tell you. I Break saw the down. moon and the stars yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. It was probably one of the best days of my life. So I'll tell you how it all began. I can actually, if I could read the messages to you, I want you to know how real this was. Yo, take us there. Okay. So basically, um, it's a friend of a friend. Mm -hmm. His name is Isaac, and his soon-to-be wife, her name is Sana. Um, Isaac reached out. He reached out to me on Instagram after I posted the uh, poem, and I am all the things. Mm -hmm. And when he, when his name first came up, I'm just like, this is weird. Like, he, like why is he DMing me, you know? Like, <laughs> he has a whole woman. Yeah. Like, why is he, <laughs> like, you know? And then I'm thinking, okay, we do have mutual friends. Maybe yeah. it's like a surprise party. You know, like how people. See how messed up DMs has got? Right. Like, you can't even, you can't even genuinely talk to people's life. Right. Mm. Right. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm going to open it. So um, he sent me my post. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay, me and Sanaa need to buy a piece of your work. How do we make this happen? Give it a couple of years, and we won't be able to afford your work. Mm -hmm. So let's make it happen before you become too famous. How Yo, that's dope. <laughs> how incredible is that message? So then even still, just like our conversation yeah. up until today, it's gone from Instagram to Facebook to yeah. texting till now, you yeah. know? And the fact that these, he's, he and his wife, are, um, or soon-to-be wife, are art collectors. Oh, wow. So, like, they're serious. They, like, they're so serious. They have a neon sign in their apartment. They're so serious. <laughs> like, they're, it's real, you know? I'm like, wow, like, they're really, like, they're really, they want to invest in me. Yeah. 
And again, going back to this po- this past year, these past few months, it's like yeah. I did not see this happening. Did not see mm-hmm. this coming. And like I've known of both of them for a little while now, not too long, but. I told you I appreciate those who are paying attention. Yeah. And they were paying attention. And they're interested. Um, so finally that we decided to meet up. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some amazing paper to do some printing on. Dope. Um, it's the font is like a like a legit typewriter font that I'm not gonna give my secret away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that um, that I it's it's actually an app that I work with um, that I pay for, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm serious about mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I wanted the paper to be, to be heavy. Yeah. And if you understand mm-hmm. like printing paper, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the weight the of weight, the paper, yeah, yeah, for you sure. know, um, definitely matters. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, for those of you looking for a resume, the weight of the paper yeah. <laughs> definitely matters. But um, it's quality. Right. Definitely. Yeah. They know they take you seriously when yeah. your paper's heavy. <laughs> so they took me to brunch yesterday just to kind of sit mm-hmm. with me and get to know me, and um, I hadn't spent this time with them but like before mm-hmm. like it's always been in like a social setting yeah. and it's like I've always again known of like what right. they do and a, just a little bit mm-hmm. but not to the point where I was able to like pick their brain or for sure. them to be able to pick mine it was more interpersonal exactly mm-hmm. um, brunch was amazing uh, I ended up showing them I had five pieces for them mm-hmm. um, I said to, and I'll tell you exactly how it went down I was like look I know you want to talk to me about publishing my work past this. I also know you, we met here today so mm-hmm. you can purchase, you know, my work. Because you're so you're so interested, because you're so invested already, mm-hmm. here are five pieces to do whatever you want with. I quoted him a price. I said, you can use that, you know, mm-hmm. and that would be it, or whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. He gave me a lot more than what I originally, you know, quoted him. Yeah, and that's that, dope. That's they wanted cool. me to sign it. They're framing yeah. it. They're putting like they're adding it to their gallery in their yeah. home. So, oh, even more. Um, they they had dinner, you know, at their apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, the friends that you know that we have our our mutual friends came yeah. over. The night was amazing. We played uh, cards against humanity. Had this amazing dinner. Had some wine. Mm-hmm. They all laid on the floor and were like, "Lisa, I want you to perform your work." Oh, wow. And I performed my work, and I had my little, like, intimate audience. Yo, that's dope. And it's, like, to really have your friends. Like, I, I posted on my IG stories, like, this is legit what happened. Yeah. My friends are lying around on this rug saying, encore, encore. That was probably one of the most rewarding experiences in I'm my sure. entire life, especially as a creative. Mm-hmm. When you have people that support you. That recognize you. That recognize you. Mm-hmm. Damn, like that, yeah. like I'm, I have That's children right now, like, yeah. wow, it's so, it, it it makes you know that you're doing, it lets you know that you're doing something right. You're on, you're on the you're, right path. Exactly. Um, so the other part that I told you about offline, yeah. I'm not going to kind of touch on that okay. too much, um, but those of you paying attention on my Instagram, mm. it will be, a, it will be a discussion for sure. It will be a post for sure. All right, well, congratulations. Um, thank you, but some things are in the works. All right. Like That's I, what's up. I'm a writer, yeah. You are. <laughs> Yo, and, and 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 let me let me say, um, it's very inspirational to me, motivational to me as well. Um, I said earlier, you know, there's there's a room full of writers here. Um, Jamie is an amazing writer, amazing poet. Um, he has two phenomenal books of poetry out um, right now as well. You know what? I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, you know, but. Um, Yo, all right. Okay. We ready. 
<laughs> um, you know, but what a lot of people don't know, Jeremy knows this. Um, I've been sitting on my first book of poetry for like almost two years now. I feel you um, on that. I've been sitting on it like it's it's the manuscript is on my desk right now, um, and you know I've been back and forth since I wrote it, wrote everything. I've been back and forth about whether or not it's good enough or if I want to release it, if I want to put it out. Um, and so I kind of just, it, it's, it's wild. It's like, I let it sit there so I can see it, mm -hmm. but then I'm also not going to do anything about it. I'm just like, uh, like, is it good? Like, am I ready? I'm a performer, like I'm a, I'm a stage poet. I'm a spoken word artist. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my work that I've written throughout my career um, is usually, it's, it's written for the stage. Mm -hmm. And so it was um, a new experience to write with the intention of it being read, mm -hmm. um, which is v something very different, um, you know, because poetry on the stage doesn't always translate the same to paper. Yeah. Um, and so it, was, so it was a very, so it was a challenging experience for me, one as a writer, um, you know, to kind of take a step back as a performer and just kind of put that energy in, like, no, like someone, someone's going to digest this in a completely different way. And so I think that's also been like the apprehension to kind of put it out. Um, it's, it's a new level of vulnerability um, that comes with it. And so, you know, so talking with you about that and, and even, like I said, even yesterday, you know what I mean? And, and, and I saw your post earlier and I was like, yo, that, like, that's dope. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I gotta put this goddamn book out. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? See, the challenge is for me the exact opposite. Like, I'm, I have people who are like, Lisa, you need to perform your work, perform yeah. your work. My poems are that that's that short. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how do I perform that? Not to say that it's not, you know, yeah. possible. Po po you know, poets, sorry, mm -hmm. can get on stage and say two lines and that would be like yeah. the most powerful mm -hmm. performance of the night. Right. You know? Um, but it is kind of I, I feel you I feel you so deeply on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you know, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate what you're doing and I look Thank forward you. to to reading reading more. So talking about writing. And you've mentioned it a few times that Sonia Sanchez is uh, one of your favorite poets. Um, and I know this because I've, I've read some of your work. Mm -hmm. um, you have a series called... Oh, old, to, oh, to Sanchez. Oh, to Sanchez. Mm -hmm. um, yo, man, what, what, what is it about Sonia Sanchez that, that moves you so? Why is she your favorite? Where, like, the time that she comes from, like, such a, you know, an imperative moment for black people. Mm. Um, she's so radical, yeah. you know, we don't have voices like that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I feel like her words, you know, match the narrative of today. Mm -hmm. You know, even like what I said, like with what happened with my mom, yeah. like whatever was said back then mm -hmm. is whatever, you know, all that is old is new again. True. You know, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, and then she's, she's so... <laughs> She's so sexual. Yo, she you know? is. She is. <laughs> um, I, I, I gave uh, my book to Lily, you yeah. know, and she posted, you know, something the other day, <laughs> like one of her favorite quotes from the book. Was, you know, it's, she's out there, and, I, and it goes back to, again, like what you said, asking me about my mom. Mm -hmm. She's so, Sonia Sanchez is so out there. Like, I would love to be that one day. Yeah. You know, guard down, you know, mm -hmm. not worried about what anyone has to yeah. say, and just... Just putting myself yeah. out this there. This is me, Bear, and you and you take it at right. the value that I give it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, like, even even her non-sexual pieces, just, like, talking about blackness. Like, mm -hmm. she has this poem called Black Magic. Mm -hmm. Have you heard mm -hmm. of it? I have. 
Do you mind if I like recite it real quick? No, I do not mind at all. So it's uh, magic, my man. <laughs> magic, my man, is you turning my body into a thousand smiles. Black magic is your touch making me breathe. She says it. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I know, I know. I love. Oh my god. But it's just like. Damn, like yeah. it's yeah. it's like what? Like you wanna be a black man after hearing <laughs> that. It's like like I want somebody to say that about me, you know? Like, damn. Um, but no, she even like hearing her talk about it, so I listened to a lot of her a lot of her work is on Spotify. Yeah. And um she was talking this about about black magic and mm -hmm. she was uh, re uh referencing James Brown, mm -hmm. talking about we did jump back and kiss ourselves. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's so current like yeah, yeah we do need to we need mm -hmm. to appreciate ourselves we need to be for ourselves stand up for ourselves absolutely show up for ourselves yeah you know for our loved ones for our brothers for our sisters and even that those words like those words are so can sound so sexual but yeah. it can also sound so non-sexual yeah you know life-giving exactly exactly yeah. like just being in the space of a black person mm -hmm. can turn your body into a thousand smiles. Yeah. Being touched by a black person can be mm. like, yo, I can see world different, the world, yeah. you know, a lot clearer yeah. now. You know, it's it's pretty. She's she's dope. She is. Sonia Sanchez is incredible. They say uh, Toni Morrison like invented invented words. Mm -hmm. I would say Sonia Sanchez invented poetry. Mm. Yeah. I rock with that. Yeah. That's what's up, and, and you know what. Some of my favorite poets are women, yeah. black women, right? Yeah. So your Sonia Sanchez, um, you know, your, your Maya Angelou, yeah. your Nikki Giovanni's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I've heard Nikki, I heard her speak once, she had a lecture, yo, she was just so goddamn cool. Yeah. Like, Nikki, she was cool, she cursed, and she kept it funky. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and it was just something, you know, just very just, open and real about the stories that she was telling and the mm -hmm. poems that you know she wrote and that she read for us that night and so it's just yo like I, I think like as a poet and as a as a black poet being able to tap into a certain kind of consciousness to tell certain kind of narratives and stories um, in this day and age that we don't have in the same in the same breath that mm -hmm. we did back then mm. um, you know they come from a very different time mm -hmm. and space where, yes, there are a lot of things that are happening now that happened back then. Um, but I think like in terms of, you know, the, the, the kinds of black artists, mm. like I'm waiting for like this new, new black reconstruction, you know, arts movement. And I want to be a part of that. Word. I think we all do. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think yes. we all do. Yeah. It's also what's crazy is like back then, they didn't have social media. They right. couldn't just put a post up and right. it reached the masses. They mm -hmm. had to be on the forefront. Exactly. You know? They were in the trenches with exactly. it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was about to give a military reference too. So <laughs> <laughs> we here. Yeah, word. I get it. Um, but yeah. Oh, damn. So I know that you are a music head. Mm-hmm. You are a music head. I think we all are as well. Yo, so before we wrap, I want to know, can you give me three albums that changed your life? Okay. The Miseducation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. 
Let's see. I'm going to say this because I can't find it anywhere, mm. and it, it holds some of my favorite songs, so judge me if you will. <laughs> Give it to us. Reasonable Doubt. Mm. Yo, there's no judge on that. That's Reasonable Doubt classic. Uh, Should have yeah. went triple. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll give and I'll give you one that's like a more recent. Uh, I can't really say it. Actually, no. Coloring book. Mm. I told I mentioned Dottie Peoples earlier, yeah. and you know gospel. Yes. Gospel music yes. is probably one of my favorite genres genres of music Word. ever, and the fact that coloring book, you know, married the two. Yeah. So it's so it's so like, gospel infused. Like yeah. Like hip hop and gospel, and no. not and not even like hip hop gospel that sometimes makes your ears bleed. Yeah. It's just like, like I don't know, like I don't know. If that's, it, it, no, no, it's yeah. Like, no, I, I no, feel something yeah. about coloring book was yeah. like I literally had it on repeat. Let me for, tell you, um, two things, right? So let's go back to ultra light beam. Okay. All right, which also was like. An amazing, amazing record, but it's it's such a gospel record. Well, have you heard the original gospel song? The the original, yes, I have. Oh my goodness, yes, yeah. I have. Right. So I remember the first time I heard the record, like, yo, when Kelly Price came on, I, t I broke into tears. Yeah. Like, cause one, Kelly Price has always had that kind of voice. It's like, yo, that woman, she sings in a choir. She can blow. She can blow words, right? <laughs> and so, and then so fast forward to. Coloring book. The record towards the end of the album, when Kirk Franklin comes on and starts talking. Look, I might have it. Yo, I, I might have added it to my favorite. I lose it. I lose it every time. Like Kurt breaks me down, yo. Nostalgic. Yes. Yes. It is. It breaks me down, man. Is it a blessing finish line or uh it is finish, finish line. line, yeah. It is finish line. Yep, I have it as a favorite yo, too. Kurt comes on and like I tear up, man. I'm just like one, yeah. I feel the spirit. The spirit comes over me. Well, then, if we're talking about, you know, gospel albums that changed my life, the Kirk Franklin, um, was it? No. The New Nation Project. Yes. That is probably... Yeah. Wait, is it Stomp on that one? Or is, or is it... The, uh, Revolution. Or Melodies from Heaven. No. Pray, huh, no. So you guys are probably you probably remember Revolution was. Can I get a revolution? Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, that one's on that. But like, this is also the song with uh, with uh, Lean on Me, ah, with R. Yeah, Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary J. Blige, Bon, uh, uh, bon is it Bono or is it a uh, Bon jo Whatever, one of those. <laughs> but like John Bon Jovi, it might have. Bono, I think it was. I think it was Bono. But like. All of them are up there, and that yeah. music video, like when they're yes. So Wait, yeah, is it black and white video? I, I think, think it was a black so. and white music video. I, think I haven't so. seen it in a minute. Yeah, but yeah, no, that album was. Look, you may not believe in God, but after listening to Yo, that, yeah, you're yeah, gonna believe yeah, in something. Yeah, right? <laughs> you got the Holy <laughs> Sorry, stop it. Stop praying, praying dancing. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Your word. But yeah. All right, girl. Well, this has been dope. Okay. Um, I appreciate you coming in here rocking with us. Of course. Getting personal. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Breathing space. Yeah. What's the next one? When, 
When can we expect it? So I'm going to just keep y'all to tell y'all to keep your uh, calendars open for okay. either June 14th, um, main, mainly June 14th. It is, uh, it is coming up. Okay. Or uh, June 21st. All but right. we're trying to settle on June So this 14th. happening this month. Yes, it's happening this month. I know um, it's funny. It's crazy how fast time flies because yeah. the first one was in March. Yeah. We didn't even do April because we had so much, you know, right. going on. You know, like you said before, life happens. Yeah. Um, and then the next one was in May. And it's like, no, let's keep up with making this a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's like the middle of yeah. June already. Yeah. It's like, you We're know. Here. Right. So um, June 14th is what we're trying to stick to. Uh, I think it's going to happen. We have something great in store. We're going to be talking about music. All right. I'm, I'm definitely there for that. Yeah. I want the people who are the most controversial they feel when it comes to music. Like, Word. I have a friend who was like, no, nah, I can't be there for that. I'm going to start a riot. Come start the right. riot. We're that's the whole at, point. That is the, ex- that's the, whole that's point. the point of yeah. breathing space. If you are going to come to breathing space, come with thick skin and ready to... Your word. All yeah. the thick skin. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't yeah. take it personal. Don't take anything personal and be yeah. ready to fire it back. If yeah. you don't agree, I want to hear it. Yeah. If it's not your story, not your narrative, I want to hear it. Change yeah. the flow of the conversation. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. So, next breathing space. Y'all, it's either June 14th mm-hmm. or the 21st. Lisa, where can people find you? Where can they find your work? Where can they support? So... Breathing, breathing space first. Um, I use hashtag the breathing space, okay. um, but hashtag breathing space is also used. So keep an eye out for that. Follow me at <laughs> at <laughs> Lisa Johnne, which is L E E Z A J O N E E, and that's my name across all social media platforms. So yeah. All right, all right, y'all. So as always, please listen, rate, review. Share the show. That's the only way we're going to get the show popping, popping tin, <laughs> and get it in the places that we want it. We want to see it grow. We want to see it do really dope things. Um, so if you listen to it, if you've been listening to it, shout out to everybody who's hitting me up, who I've ran into, who told me they like it. Cool. Leave me a review. Five stars, please, because I feel like I'm giving you five-star quality content. Yo, that's all I got. Um, hope you enjoyed. This was episode eight. Um, we'll see y'all back shortly um, in a few short weeks we're going to end like this continue to push the needle stretch the margins shift the culture everybody has a story to tell these are just the ones you should know um, shout out to Sway Jury as the music rides out y'all this is for those who know peace